RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to the Lawfather podcast. For the second week in a row, we are in the Dignitary Studios and not Lawfather headquarters as we dive into the social media aspect with Donald Trump and censorship, okay, with Ian Beckles and DJ Eakin. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about those different topics. Both of those two individuals have spent most of their time in the media. So I, I think it's a really good perspective. And we're going to tie a little bit of uh, legal aspects into it. So as always, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on all of our social media as we talk about social media today. And take a listen to part two. I do want to move into something else. And with you guys being in the media, I want to look at, we've heard a lot about Twitter and Facebook and their censoring, right? And so from the legal point of view, I said, well, let me do, let me do a little bit of research here, right? And, and let me see what I find, not just from, you know, start with the legal, but let's just look at it as a whole, right? And my initial thought was, because I had people texting me about this when, when he was banned, it was, well, how can they do that? We have First Amendment rights. He can say whatever he wants to say. Well, number one, your First Amendment right only applies to the government, right? The government can't silence you, but also, right, you, not every speech is protected, right? If, if I want to go on a, a, you know, an inflammatory tirade with uh, lots of expletives, guess what? That's not protected under the First Amendment. I can't do that. You can censor me, right? Ian, can you say, can you use four-letter words on the radio? Not for long. But when, when not, right? <laughs> not, not, you can, not, but you'll be fired. Yeah, right, you, yeah. You're you not going to be working there next week. <laughs> right. You know, so, week. so those things, they're not protected. And, and it's not iHeart, right? It's not whatever other radio media group that's censoring that. It's the FCC, which is part of the government, right? Right. So it's governmentally regulated that you can't say certain things, okay? Now, what... Facebook and Twitter and all those places are. And, and Egan, you mentioned it, which I, I was actually very impressed with that, that you caught on to it, right? And not, look, I don't know you, right? So, but anyway, <laughs> it, they're private entities, right? They're, they are private corporations that can do whatever they want, right? Yes, they have become this big thing, right? That are the social media. They tell, they basically give us the news, right? That has become where people get their news, right? But you're getting it from the source. Versus, Ian, when you are on the radio, does anybody tell you what to say? Do you pick and choose what you say on the radio? Egan? Pretty much. I pick and choose. So essentially, right, and I don't mean this in a negative towards you guys, but you guys censor yourselves, right? Because you you talk about what you want to talk about, Ian. Egan, you talk about what you want to talk about. Yep. Right? It's the same thing, right? Twitter and Facebook and those companies are really doing the same thing that media has always done, right? We talk about Fox, we talk about CNN, and, and Fox is going to push that Republican piece, so they're going to censor out the things that are bad mm -hmm. for Republicans, and CNN's going to do the opposite, right? So, you know, what do you guys think from a media perspective on Twitter and Facebook you know, shutting down these accounts, taking away that voice of the President of the United States? I'm not for censorship, and nor I don't think anybody's for censorship, really, to be honest with you. And the whole amendment thing, I think as Americans, we use it uh, in a convenient manner when when it's helping our cause, you know? 
you know, just for example, uh, you can't make it, a, you can't mandate masks. Why not? Why can't you mandate a mask if it's going to save millions of lives? I don't understand that. Well, you can't put these, well, you can't murder somebody. You can't go 150 in your car. Those are just regulations, okay? And regulations have been, you know, implemented throughout, for, throughout the, you know, existence. So it's, to me, you know, the whole amendment thing and, and the censoring thing, I, I'm very active on social media. Um, you know, I, I started Facebook, then I went Twitter, now I'm Instagram. I don't, I don't do them all together, but you can go back and look at where it started from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram. I don't, it must be 15 years that I've been doing that. You won't see one political thing on it. Not one. I just don't think that's a platform for it, for me. And you know, when you say we unfollow people, I've never blocked anybody. You know, I've never done that until as of late, there's a couple people that and I said at the beginning, I don't care if you voted for Trump. There's only two people. There's no wrong answer. Right. Okay. But I don't want it in my face. I, that's me. I agree. I mean, I don't, I don't care if you voted for Trump, but this is me again. You're walking around with a MAGA hat and a Trump shirt, and it's it means something now. Okay. And you know what? I'm sad. I'm sad that that's the situation because certain people walk in this room and look at me and evaluate me, and that's wrong. Certain people walk in and look at you in that fly-ass suit and evaluate you, and that's wrong as well because it may be it may be polar opposites, but we're going to a point now in, in America where, and I, this is unfortunate, I'm looking at somebody with a MAGA hat, and it means something, and I don't want it to mean something. And, you know, when you see everybody at the Capitol building wearing the MAGA hats and they think they're representing something positive, they really do. But as a black American, that's scary. I'm, I hate censorship, okay? But when you're talking about Donald Trump, who's inciting that, okay, that's when you got to say, well, you have to draw the line somewhere. You just, this is America. It's free. But if it leads to death, then it's got to be amended somehow. And Twitter and all those things can be used. It's, it's, it can be beautiful if you allow it to. Right. And it could be very damaging as well. So, you know, t tweeters beware. That's all I'm saying. Um, let me jump in on this <laughs> this side first because here's the, here's the funniest thing. Again, being in this digital thing and just the reading and maybe I've just had too much time with this whole downtime thing. And you said something when you were talking about Facebook and and Twitter and these things, right? We have started to look at them as news, but you know what they are? They're data gatherers. They're yeah. just data gatherers. Like Zuckerberg just wants eyes at the end of the day because the eyes give him the information to sell ads, right? We've made it all these other things. And, and I was talking mm. to someone not long ago and they were talking about, like, remember when this whole internet thing got crazy? You and I were saying, come to my website. Yep. Right? Zuckerberg just made it easy, but you didn't realize you were giving up your space on the internet and we're all living on his, right? It's but true. it is his space. And really, it's a money-making operation. It's just about putting the eyes there, right? So it's become the more negative things you put, the more eyes it drew. Yep. So they watch it to a certain extent, <laughs> but Coca-Cola's going to pay a lot of money because I got all these eyes here. You understand what I'm saying? So they're in the business of making money, and it didn't get to them probably until it got to an extreme where they're like, yeah, I got to get rid of this, even though I, I'm going to lose all these eyes here. We've, we've made it up over here. Right? right. I think as a as a whole, we've lost the fact of that. Like, and so now we start thinking, 
we can tell Zuckerberg what to do. Like you started out with this conversation. No, dude. It's like, if it's my house, I don't care how many people I keep letting come in there. Once I say no shoes here, it's no shoes here, period. And that's what Zuckerberg essentially has there. It's a private business. You know, so we've went there now. And what's really crazy is we're just giving him all of our stuff for free. We're giving him pictures. We're sharing this. We're sharing that. And in the midst of that, like Ian said, you got these other people mixed in that are just like MAGA this, black, whatever it is, Black Lives Matter. It's becoming all this stuff in there. But really and truly to Facebook, it's how do I keep making this money? I keep getting the eyes. And if we went back to realizing that, then we'd say this is a little different. It's like when you think about the phone, right? We look at it as a phone. If you're a little bit old school, like like I was taught, Big Brother, guys like Ian and I talk to, mentors, guys, it's a phone still. So I still right. want to call people. But really, you're walking around with a computer, tracking device, all of that in your pocket. Yep. And that's what people have, have forgotten with these things. You know what I'm saying? So now, I ain't got to look for paper or nothing like that. I got it all in my pocket. And we're not even going past the first layer to find out what's true or not. We're just taking whatever comes first. So if a video gets shared around Instagram enough, it's it's got to be true now. Right. You know, and, and that's what we become to where you got to want to get past the first layer or something or, or do some real research or maybe even open a book because just because someone shares a video a lot doesn't make it the gospel. And that's what, to me, we've become out here. And, and a lot of us, not I'm not saying at this table, but that are called, think about it. This is another one. The blogger has become the media now. The blogger, yeah. the blogger is the guy now. The, blo- the blogger don't even research. The blogger just want clicks. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. The blogger just wants clicks. They don't fact check all the time. They just give you a snazzy headline, click. And that's become, the news is all mixed. We don't even know who is the news anymore. You know, so the media is like a very wild term right now. Yeah. Anybody that sits at home now, they're like, I'm sharing a bunch of videos. from. There's a, there's a guy in hip hop right now, DJ Academics. Academics is super famous, a gamer, sat in his house all day in a corner playing games all day. Watched the gang wars and all those kids getting killed up in Chicago and started writing about it. Never went to Chicago, did any real research, never just started writing about what he saw online, videos and everything. He's one of the biggest hip hop bloggers out here because he started to get the eyes. And these younger kids, they don't necessarily care that academics is telling them the truth. He's just a guy that knows. And that's what we've become. Whoever can get the most clicks and most eyes, they're becoming like the person. We got to get it back to a way to where. Maybe some of that's controlled and people are making us fact check, which is what I thought Twitter was doing a good thing of like, we fact check this right now. This is wrong. That was a good thing to me that some of those things need to start happening because if not, the, the generations as they keep going, it's just about clicks now. It's moving fast. Like even this Trump thing, something will happen today that we're going to slow down talking about that. Yeah. The news is moving just that fast. Yeah. And, and, and you guys being in the media, right? It, it was, it always seemed that there was this, idea that when you put something out it was going to be fact checked right there was going to be some kind of credibility to it is that accurate no not to me because if you really think about it and it's not hard to you know to to prove something will happen at the white house with donald trump and i'll watch cnn and they're being factual and i'm watching fox news and they're being factual is it being factual or they're just giving us their opinion two different things now right because everything has an opinion so something that donald trump says you could decipher it any way you want yeah you know what i'm saying like donald trump said i can go murder people in you know uh times square he was right by the way and he and he he's not gonna lose any followers well that's 100 right you could take that a bunch of different ways some people think that's positive 
I don't personally. A lot of things he says, I watch CNN and then the world is, you know, coming to an end. And I watch Fox News and they're like, no, no, that's just Donald Trump being a strong individual. Okay. You see how different that is? Being in the media, like the, the media is 98% white. That's just the way it is. So I'm, I'm a minority in the, in, the, in the world and in the media. So when I, when I get a, a piece of paper that's given to me about a situation, I'm to assume that it was written by a white person, right? White people and black people say things, they see things differently. Like, I, I'll give you an example. Uh, if uh, Sean Kemp has a bunch of kids out of wedlock, it's baby mama this, baby mama that. Then I saw an article that Dan Marino had a kid out of wedlock, and you know what it said? Dan Marino has a love child. See how those are different? Yeah. See how they come across different? Baby mom and love child, they, they just, they're not the same thing. One has a negative connotation. The other one's like, he loves her. He doesn't love her. He just had a baby with her. Yeah. So that's how things are written. And that's the way our media is, fortunately or unfortunately. But you can spin words any darn way to sound something that make that you want it to sound like. So facts are hard. Facts are hard because... They're, they're not black and white anymore. They're not. Because some people were okay with what happened at the at the Capitol. There still are people like that. Which is amazing. Which is still amazing. <laughs> right. And, 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 and in the world, like we're, like we're dealing with a couple of things too, being in the media. And so we have to figure out what's important to us. What's become important to me is that I have to be able to stand on what I'm doing. What's even more, because, and I realized, and it took for me to like leave commercial radio to get to that point. Because when I was on commercial radio, I was doing things I hated. But I, but Ian can test this, how long it takes to get a full-time job. When you finally get one, you're like, dang, I've been hustling, hustling, hustling. Now I, I got the benefits. I got this, right? <laughs> so you're like, I'm going to introduce these Justin Bieber songs. Nothing that I care about at all am I talking about. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? But then when I was like, you know what? In this world of like Ian said, your digital thing and doing it right, you can kind of amass your own following. Kind of, you can make up that money. Like you got a, you got a, a private practice. You, you, can, you, can, you can either say, I want to keep doing this and be unhappy, or at some point I got to be happy. So at some point... Not that it hasn't before, but I almost lost myself, right? So I determined that that's never going to happen again. Second of all, kids who look like me, black and brown kids, they got to have something to look to that says, look, this dude did it the right way, but he's still about us. That matters to me when I wake up. And if nothing else matters, that is going to matter because I got a kid, yeah. right? So you look at, okay, what Ian said. Facts aren't sexy no more, though. Right. It's what I can spin it as. To, to get a click that's sexy because that's what I'm going to sell the Coca-Cola. That's what I'm going to sell the Nike. That's what I'm going to sell to whoever because they're looking at, well, this guy's got a real, he's got clicks are happening, right? So you have to say, what do you want to give up? And a lot of us in the media have given up the integrity factor. Like, like, like the Ruli Giuliani thing really, really killed me at the rally. It was like Giuliani repeated false claims that the election results were fraudulent and told the crowd. Now he, now he was up there saying false stuff. That's the fact. That's all the media, to be honest, really needs to report. Right. Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani is giving out false reports. Then Rudy, Rudy Giuliani goes, if we are wrong, we will be made fools of. Probably a false fact, too. Probably false. But if we're right, a lot of them will go to jail. So let's have trial by combat. Come on, man. Like, he said that. That ain't, a, that ain't I don't need... I don't need Anderson. I don't. I don't need uh, like some guy who used to be in office twenty years ago. I don't need a guy who was somebody's political campaign manager. I don't need the guy who used to run the Secret Service. That's a fact. He's asking for them trial by combat. That if if anybody else says it that ain't walking with Donald Trump, you go up there and say that, dude. You're inciting a riot. We're gonna arrest you right now. We're gonna we're gonna if yeah. if nothing else, you're gonna spend a bunch of money defending yourself that you didn't mean riot here. Right. right? This is a fact. But like Ian said. We give the fact, maybe, like they may read this, but right after that, it's, 
hey, here's the guy who used to be uh, Nixon's campaign manager back in the day. And this guy worked for Jimmy Carter in the Secret Service. By the time they're done talking, you've forgotten the fact. Because now we're at all this other opinions. Right. And that's and because that's what gets the clicks. That's what keeps the eyes because some guy's talking like he's in a barbershop. You know, and we've forgotten the facts. We got to, like the media, if you're asking me what we got to do as the media, we got to go back to making sure that the facts are really what it is. Like, not just the sexiness. I, like, there's places I go because I love what how they spin up. Uh, if you ever <laughs> go to media takeout or, or uh, yeah, media takeout's the worst. Whoever is writing the headlines for media takeout, Yo, you just want to click just because of this, just because of how they put it. Like media takeout is the best and the worst at the same time. And I knew uh, the girl I was really cool with. Her best friend was running out of an apartment in New York one at one point. Yo, I don't know who the three people he has that helps him write headlines, but they in there like, yo, yo, what? Check out this one that I just wrote, and it just makes you want to click. But I don't look to media takeout for real factual right. news. I look at them for gossip or somebody said, and then I can go at it with you. You know, yeah. but I'm not trying to push that to the people of like, this is the fact. This is like, yo, can you believe this happened? You know, it's one of those. And we have to get, like you said, we got to figure out who the real, because it used to be the guy on the news. He gave you the news in a suit, gave you the facts. He didn't always bring in a guy who used to do something to give an opinion after that. And that's what we become because we become a clicking society. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, so when we look at it, you know, we have. And I don't know if the quote you're talking about with Giuliani, if that was a social media thing or if that was... Um, no, that was him on the stage. That was on that stage. That was him okay. on the actual stage. So so take that aside for a second. Do we, in a social media aspect, right? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, those, uh, whatever new avenue comes up. Do we want our politicians to be censored on those? Or do we want to know everything that they're saying and thinking? Right. To me, I want to know everything that they're saying and thinking. And I think that there's a difference between politician and average Joe, right? Average Joe goes out. And I probably kind of want to know if average Joe actually is saying, hey, I just got fired from my job. And I'm going to go shoot it up. Yeah, I probably want to know that too, actually. Right. But yeah, you want to take that down after. Go ahead. But maybe you should let somebody know. But, you know, do we by and large, should we be keeping politicians, social media up and running, regardless of what they're saying. Maybe there's some kind of warning that goes along to it, right? We'll take it from the legal side of things, right? Where we're all about warnings and and instructions and tags and you know pictures, right? Of don't do this or right. you know you you look at various tags and and in boxes and things and there's all these warnings and it's well because something has happened along the way. So you know guys like me have come along and you know made that be a reality. But should we be keeping politicians, their lines of communication open so that we all know what's going on versus regular Joe. I you want to go first? Go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm with you to a certain extent of like, I like to know what people are thinking. I think where it became a problem, and I'm, I'm just have to use Trump as an example, is when he knows, you know, and everybody reading it knows he's lying. Yeah. Like, like that to me is where you got to draw the line somewhere. Like if you're going to talk all day, then talk the truth or immediately, like, like I know, I forgot who it is, but um, one entertainer, he has a guy, and I don't know, Jason, you might have told me this story. Like, when he shoots a tweet, it gets held up for like 15 minutes to give whoever this guy is in New York that is like the, this can't go out or this can go out, time to look at the tweet and be like, okay, we can let this one go. Donald Trump doesn't, he obviously doesn't have that because I don't, I don't know whether he just wakes up, Ivanka, give me my phone, and then he tweets. He just, it's just, it's just, that's where I think I'm having an issue with just letting anybody talk, especially in an office like that. Like, it has been, talked about and talked about and talked about that Donald Trump will stand at the podium and lie 
and know he's clearly lying. He will yeah. tweet lies. That to me is where you're, and he's causing more issues because he lies. And like, like we talked about, as much as it should be, people going, I don't know if that's true. They don't. They just grab it. They retweet it. They grab it. They throw their opinion on it. Like I, I literally have, like right now as we're talking here, I got a tweet going out right now. And it was just funny to me. It was about the riots, but not. Because I think yeah. it's like to this point. And it was a video of two women getting arrested in the airport. Didn't have anything actually to do with the riots. It just was a video I wanted to use, kind of like a meme. Yeah. And my caption clearly was not trying to be news because I used hip hop slang. I was like, <laughs> when you come back from the D- from DC and you forgot that 12, which is an acronym for the cops, have seen all those lives you're posting. And I used the hashtag Capital Riots and Hey Karen, because it was two white women getting arrested in the airport. When I say so many people are trying to tell me that I'm using the wrong video, that is to the point that I really don't care because I didn't go and I didn't go into it and say, <laughs> Such and such and such and such got arrested. They had been at the D.C. riots. This is their crime. I didn't give you the news facts. I gave you the DJ guy watching the football game. This video is kind of like a meme to me. It goes with what I'm talking about. But when that happens, though, that's a perfect example of people are, like I said, like 35,000 retweets, like 11,000, like 35,000 likes, 11,000 retweets. And people are going back and forth with each other arguing about, well, this girl already said that this video is for such and such. One girl came on and said, I don't think he's trying to say that this, he's saying that this is what it's like. And she was answering me and Global Grind, which is supposed to be a news thing. Mm-hmm. And I wrote back and I said, thank you for the clarity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you know how Twitter can be. And that's the most I'm going to say on it. But again, to, to the point of Donald Trump, that's exactly what happens in these social media things. So when you got a guy like him that will just blatantly lie, that is where I have an issue with it. I, I'm like you. I think you let these people talk because I do get an insight that hasn't been smoothed over by the PR person. Yeah. And I want that to a certain extent. Well, I think Trump got to a, has gotten to a point, and this has been his whole life pretty much, and that he thinks if he says a lie enough, then it's true. That's just the way it is. This whole election thing, stop, okay? That's enough, okay? The, the, everybody, this was probably the safest, cleanest election ever because of all the hoopla that was going on. And you're discrediting a lot of your own people, that won their elections by saying you didn't do it right. And they're like, no, 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 I got it clean. I I was voted in clean. But people are believing him just because he keeps on saying it. 75 million people voted for Donald Trump. I think 25 million people will believe anything he says. It doesn't matter. He can say anything and they'll believe it. Rudy Giuliani, to me, is batshit crazy, been that way. And what he says in real life, Twitter, does. it's the same. It's crazy. He hasn't. He hasn't said. He hasn't said anything that's been sane in many years for me, Julie Giuliani. So I don't know if you're a fan of his or whatever, but I'm not sure why he's even able to have a microphone anymore. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, every time something sneaky's happening in another country, Rudy Giuliani's right there, like he's sitting there in a the chair. And I'm like, this is some mafia crap. Okay, and that's what it's turned into. And I think it's a shame that we are here talking about censoring politics because. It's never been that till the, till now, you know, because social media is relatively new. You know, you know, Ronald Reagan had to deal with social media, and Obama barely did. You know, so Donald Trump has created something that may last a long, long time. He, like, I don't even do Twitter. Like Donald Trump kept Twitter alive, okay. And when he's done, don't you can quote me on this. When he's never going to be on Twitter again. When he's out of office, he's going to create his own Twitter. I promise you that. 
okay? That whole parlor thing, I never heard of that before. Yeah, I don't even know what that is, but I, I had that same thought, though, that he just created his own platform. He will 100% create his own platform, and to me, it's going to be violent. And that's what's scary to me, that what's going to happen after the fact. I want what's best for America, I really do. And I don't care if he gets impeached. I really don't care. I just want him gone because he's scaring me. Yeah. He's scaring me of his his capabilities. We've seen what he can do. We've seen what his what his people are looking like right now. When his people, I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm talking about that 25 million that will will have his back regardless. If he smashes puppies on the stage, they'll be okay with that. So it's turned into that, and it's sad. And moving forward, like Obama's boring. Biden is boring. They're boring. Donald Trump is too much. He's, he's, he's too much for a president. Now, I understand the whole thing. And when Donald Trump first came into office, I said this. This may be the best thing that ever happened to politics because now we're going to see the dirt. And, it, and, and to some extent, it happened. But he's the dirtiest. Okay? Yeah, he made it work. He, he made that part work. He's the dirtiest. He's to a point where, listen, I'm the president. I do what the hell I want. I could, I could, I could have my henchmen do my dirty work and then pardon them. That's not American. That's, That's not a not, good place to be. It's a bad place to be. So when we look at other countries, if something happens in China, you know what we usually say? Oh, thank God it would never happen in America. Say it now. Yeah. China's looking at us like, look at those crazy SOBs. Yeah. I, I think a lot of the world is kind of looking at it like that. I mean, you look at the Capitol building. Thing right? and I think you see a lot of that. But And what I'm about to ask is not necessarily my, my view on this because I, I don't know what my view is. On this, um, I've never really given it a thought, but it's a question that I thought of as we were talking, okay? If Joe Biden said those same things on social media, okay? Mm -hmm. Take Republican, Democrat out of it, anything else. Well, let, let's just assume, sorry, for the, for the sake of the question, mm -hmm. let's say that it was a Democrat, okay. Joe Biden, saying those same things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of which are uh, very uh, left-leaning type places right do they do you think they censor him as well and shut him down or are they doing it solely because it was donald trump and it was a republican my answer would be it's for the results it's about results like if you i don't care about your opinion as long as it doesn't result in death okay and and, and violence and the rest of it is fine with me let me uh the hip-hop kid in me wants to just go here <laughs> um donald trump if from a hip hop perspective, not that that's what this show is, he Suge Knight, right? I look yeah. at Suge Knight, right? Suge Knight <laughs> was the guy who was running Death Row Records back in the day, right? As long as Suge Knight was making Interscope Records money, he had Dr. Dre, he had Snoop, Tupac, a billion records being sold. Suge Knight had been like on probation. He had done all kinds of things. I mean, you heard about it. Yeah. Smack this guy here, smack that guy here. Never got locked up. Dre left, Snoop left, Tupac died. And now he did something... Finally did something, then all of a sudden it's like, now we're locking you up. So we got nine years. Donald Trump is to this. He's done, 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 done. And I think when you when you compare the Biden thing, it's like this. It's to a point now where everybody else is like, I can't do this with Donald Trump anymore. And then we got the the, the riot thing, right? I think with the with the Democratic side, it depends on how much they had done. And so to Ian's point, it's like he has done so much to now we're here. Where else can we go? We've got a civil war. That's the United States. We got, we got a civil war in the United States right now, right? And here's the crazier part that, that people to me aren't talking about. What if those people were really organized? 
Because we know that there's a lot of money over there, right? So they got the money to pretty much buy and get all the, the, the resources that they need. That just seemed like, honestly, a bunch of people woke up and said, like you said, I'm down here in Florida. I don't even know how you take off work that long to drive to D.C. <laughs> yeah, right. There's that trip. Then I'm going to hang out out there. Now I got locked up. My job is probably like, dude, don't even come back. Right? Yeah. So I wonder how some of those people get the time to go to that stuff, right? So imagine if they were the real people who have the real money, though, that can organize for real, that can hand out firearms. And that would have happened. And it was even more planning. That's why I think that to the point right now where it's like, we gotta we gotta take his voice out of here because he if he gets to just keep talking, they're getting they're getting more and more bolder. You understand what I'm saying? And that's that's where it is. And and it, it, like this right here, I want to read because this is the, this was the, this sums it all up to me. If the United States saw what the United States is doing in the United States, the United States would invade the United States to liberate the United States from the tyranny of the United States. <laughs> Boom, that is us. Well said. That's where we yeah. are right now. That and, and, and it's crazy because think about all the stuff we see around the world. Oh my God, we got to go over and fix that. We got a civil war right here. Like you've literally, you literally are like we are. How do we have this conversation to calm things down and get it to be like, you and I could be in a bar, I could meet you and be like, now we went from sports. We had nine different conversations and you got to be like, no, dude, good to meet you, man. Keep in touch, man. Well, I'll see you soon. Now it's like, Trump, dude, what, what you want to fight? You're like, bro, like, dude, like, I, like we were having a conversation, right. you know, and that's what, where we are. And I think that's why you have to, you know, as much as I don't want to like, Ian, I don't want to like, I think, like you said, everybody's opinion is, is it's theirs. They're allowed to have it. But when you can tell something to 75 million people and 25 million, like Ian said, I think it's a pretty accurate number. will say he's right. He said we're going to kill puppies today, but we're going to do it. That's, you might have to pull that back a little bit. Be like, you know what, man, not here. If you're going to do it, you have to go somewhere else and organize them somewhere else because this is, this is too easy. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. There's a lot of, a lot of layers to this thing. Uh, I think we, we covered a lot. And really, I hope everybody's takeaway from this isn't necessarily uh, each of us individually on, on our political views, right, and what we think about how things should be. I, I think that the takeaway from this for everybody should be we can have these conversations. We can sit down in a room and we can have these intellectual conversations. And you know, at the end of the day, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they are private entities. I tell you from a legal perspective, I have some concerns with Facebook and Instagram only because Facebook was allowed to buy Instagram and it's just such a major platform, right? But that comes down to monopoly, monopolies and things like that. That's well beyond the political aspect to it, right? It's they hold a lot of power, right? If they, if you're an advertiser and they don't like something that you've done, they'll pull your card and all that advertising that you've done, it, it goes away very quickly and they have the power to do that. They have, who else has the power to shut down the president of the United States and communicate it, right? So they have a lot of power from, like I said, from a legal aspect. Do I love the Facebook and, and uh, Instagram merger? No, but that's probably a topic for a different podcast. Sure. Um, yeah. I, one probably beyond my my skill set as an attorney. Um, I'd have to do a ton of research on it. But anyway, I appreciate you guys sitting down today and, and having these uh, couple right, discussions. Thank you, guys. And that is the show's Law Father out. This is an Ian Beckles flavor in your ear quick fix on Radio Influence. Should hit the fan in front of all of us. I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, or anything else. That was ugly, okay? 
I, I don't think I've ever seen anything so ugly and blatantly ugly. What's amazing to me is the amount of people that were there first and foremost, okay, and what they were representing. You have to understand this, that the people that were there with flags, American flags, Confederate flags, Trump flags, it always all seemed to have been one. A lot of those Americans, I'm doing air quotes, are so uh, patriotic, yet they're beating policemen with flags. What's more un-American than beating a police officer with a flag? And what's funny is, and it's not funny, it's really not, some of those same people, I guarantee 90% of the people there hated Colin Kaepernick kneeling. They hated Colin Kaepernick kneeling, yet they're gathering, beating cops with flags, infiltrating a, a, a government building, breaking in, defacing property, urinating on people, urinating on desks, urinating on floors, defecating in a building, a holy building almost, as far as government goes. And they didn't like Colin Kaepernick kneeling. And they're, take, they're defacing government property and they're taking pictures of themselves. That should tell you a little bit of the educational level or the maturity, I guess, or I don't know. I mean, that was some stupid shit. <laughs> I mean, is that is that where America is right now? You can find Ian Beckles' Flavor in Your Ear on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and RadioInfluence.com.